Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. And here we go. Line ball to start this game. Jeremy Loblotsky and John Morassi teeing off on one another. Toporowski is just pounding away at Robinson. These, we said Toporowski, this is a guy who set a Western Hockey League record for 505 penalty minutes. Let's call it like it is. Toporowski's a boon. Getting closer. He reaches in a right back. Right, right. He's not Scott Grimson. He's just fought. Stu Grimson. Oh, my goodness. Scott Parker for the KO of Stu Grimson. He- this is one of the best hockey fights we have seen in a long time. Dana Bush tells the linesman, get the heck out of my kitchen. Oh. He absolutely decked Jim Crate with a wild right. A sheer stagger by a big left oh. hand by Wade Bielek. Chris Nyland on a penalty shot. Scores! Blue guard down the wing. Blue guard pulls away. Score! Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to episode 30 of the Five for Fighting podcast. My name is Alec, your host, and this is the show where we focus on the players who drop the gloves and the fans who enjoyed watching them do it. Uh, today's guests, we have uh, Screwy St. Louis and old Max Mettendorf. Uh, we had a little roundtable discussion with them and, uh, you know, kind of sh- shot the shit and told some stories and um, all that good stuff. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, i got to be honest, I'm not really in the mood to do a uh, do a podcast right now, kind of... Uh, with everything going on a little bit, so I've um, been kind of delayed getting this out, and it's been a little hard. Um, you know, I'm not here, I'm not going to give you my side or my views or anything like that. This is a hockey podcast, and it's not meant to be political. We don't talk politics on here at all. Um, it's just a little hard because things are going on, and kind of like, uh, you know, you always see things on the news, and it's, uh, you know, shit's going on in other countries or other cities and states, whatever the case may be, and uh you know, we had some stuff going on right in the backyard here, basically. Um, and there was rumors it was going to go within some of the protests and riots and lootings and everything like that. We're going to mo- be moved over to um, uh, a mall that's over right by where we live, and it's literally about a mile down the road. So um, just didn't know if things were going to get a little crazy over here or not. So um, I do apologize. You know, it's probably not the most energetic intro or uh, anything like that. It's just been a little hard. I've been sketchy a little bit here lately. Um, you know, still still going on. And, um, again, I'm not going to discuss anything. Uh, it's just, you know, you, you don't like to see the country divided like this. Um, 
it's, it's just hard for me because I, I, you know, I really enjoy this country. Um, just signed an oath to, you know, support and defend the Constitution of the United States at one point. When as soon as I turned 18, the second chance I or the second I got the chance to, I uh, jumped at it. And so um, it's just a little hard. You, you know, you have problems over there overseas and stuff, but we got our own problems here in our backyards. Um, and all parties involved need to, I guess, figure something out. And um, I guess that's all I'll really, uh, really kind of say about that. Um, we'll move it on a little bit here. Um, the good news is, though, at least I do have some some content coming your way. Uh, on top of this episode, which was awesome, I had a blast uh, interviewing these guys. Like, it wasn't even really an interview, it was more so just kind of bullshit and talked. I think I maybe asked two questions, and uh, the boys carried their own conversations. We even get to, into some culinary stuff and uh, <laughs> kind of bullshit a little bit, which was fun. But um, yeah, so I got uh, Pete Vandermeer. Uh, Paxton Schulte, and I know Pete. Pete's made the uh, the rounds here lately on the podcast. He was on uh, Tales with TR and then Spitting Chicklets. But I uh, gotta say, I still think I got the most in depth Pete uh, Pete Vandermeer interview out there. So um, you might know his story, but I don't know if you know quite the uh, the in depth and ins and outs of the story. So we got that coming for you guys. Uh, Paxton Schulte, as I had just mentioned, and he kind of opens up about the Nycar incident. Uh, for those wondering what that might be, you can go look it up. Uh, just look up Pax and Schulte, Barry Nykar, and it should pull right up. And it's going to be within the brawl between the Belfast Giants and the Nottingham Panthers. Um, and so, yeah, pull that up and you'll be able to see it there. And then um, well, Jason Rushton, I just uh, did an interview with him, and that was a really fun one. We cover cover all the some of the leagues. We don't get to get all of his fights in there because, of course, you know, HockeyFights.com doesn't have and it wasn't able to find his fight card. Um, from his earlier days and the other other not juniors um, fucking minor leagues can't even think straight um, so yeah uh, it was it was fun though Jason was an awesome interview uh, so I got a lot of great content coming to your guys this way uh, I do apologize this is, like I said this is delayed getting out I uh, just kind of haven't really been in the podcast and mood I've had other things on my mind and um, you know sorry I might sound whiny or bitchy or complaining it's just uh, you know I just don't like to see the country like this that's all um, but Either way, like I said, got great content coming out for you guys. Um, yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. So I've actually been kind of on fire here lately as far as getting guests. This is probably the most like swamped I've been with interviews, which is good and good and bad because sometimes it's like I'm almost doing so much I kind of forget which days I agree to with people. But I got 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 stuff going. I got a couple more irons in the fire here. Um, so get some guys on. Got a couple Southern Professional Hockey League guys coming back on. Well, not back on, but coming on. So yeah, good to hear from that league again. And, um, yeah, like, uh, like always, I'll give the quick plug-ins real quick here for the, uh, the other podcast, which is, uh, of course, Darren over at Fourth Line Voice, the original Enforcer podcast, and he had just done an episode um, with Bobby Longgrass, who is, if you know, is uh, the host of the Bucket Drop podcast, who I often uh, pump the tires on here. He does some great stuff up there, and uh, I think he's in Cornwall, Ontario. Um, so, yeah, he just had him on, and it's kind of cool. It's like a... Uh, uh, what's it called? Like a, I won't I won't say Ragnarok. What, the, what a, I did like a Doug Smith kind of story. That's what I'm trying to think of. Um, where uh, you know Bobby kind of got called into the Fed out of nowhere in the Federal Hockey League. Um, you know, is it the highest tier level hockey? No, but it's still pro hockey. And uh, three games, five fights. So way to go there, Bobby. Uh, you know, fucking getting her done. Whether you win or lose, you showed up. That's all that fucking matters, eh? Um, so that was pretty cool. And then. Uh, Joe at Coliseum Chronicles, I don't believe he had a guest, but he's got plenty for you to go back and listen to, which is, uh, of course, he's got Rich Pilon, Mick Fukoda, um, guys like that, 
I believe he just had Jason Strudwick on too, uh, not too long ago. So, um, and then of course, uh, actually, Fourth Line Voice just released his uh, Sheriff Sean McMorrow. The, the sheriff, the other sheriff, there's a couple sheriffs out there, but I was anytime I hear sheriff, I immediately go to uh, Scott Parker, Sean McMorrow, so uh, that's who I think of. But it's like a three-hour episode. It was awesome and super in depth, and uh, I definitely recommend that. And of course, William over at the Biscuit, go check his show out. Um, and so, you know, I guess uh, I guess we'll leave it there. Again, sorry, this was kind of a, you know, a little bit of a Debbie Downer intro. I probably don't sound like my normal self, but uh, a little hard to get. Um, I guess amped up for this, <laughs> to say the least. But, um, anyways, guys, we will leave it there, and we'll pass it over to the uh, the absolute gong show that we had the uh, well, it was probably two weeks ago. But, anyways, without further ado, we will pass it over to Todd Screwy St. Louis and Max Madman Mintendorf. Hope you guys enjoy. This should be good. This should be very good. All right, in today's episode of the Five for Fighting podcast, I have two absolute beauties on the line. One who played a couple years in the Whipple, one who played one year in the Whipple, but even played in the show, and that would be none other than Todd Screwy St. Louis and Max Madman Middendorf. Screwy, Max, how you doing tonight, boys? Doing good. Thanks, Alec. appreciate you having me on, and like I said before, when we first started, I want to thank you for your service, and I actually kind of want to interview you on how you got so because you're a lot younger generation in the um, because you're actually right now, I think the top guy who's trying to get everybody um, to remember the enforcer. Well, I appreciate that. I think, you know, it's a little bit of a group effort there on Twitter. We got me and uh, of course, Darren over at fourth line voice and that enforcer appreciation group. A lot of people going into it, um, and you know I yeah. pre- appreciate the uh, the thanking for the service. No need to thank me. I didn't go overseas or anything like that. There's plenty of others that uh, did a lot more than I did, but I appreciate that. Um, no, and, and, and again, you know, thank you, Alex. You know, for having me on here too, and get my old buddy, old Max, on with us. And it's funny, you know, like a few days ago, I got a on Facebook memories. Um, you posting something about. We have 99, like, uh, members on this group on Enforcers uh, Appreciation. And that was, like, a year ago, almost, you know, a few days ago. And there was 99, and you are like, begging to get to 100. And look <laughs> at you now. you got fucking over fucking 10,000 people. <laughs> and How fucking that. crazy is that? Would you like, ever thought that? No, a year a, ago today? Not at all. Actually, I, now that I think about it. I, I think it has been about a year since I started the thing because it would have yeah. been. I was working no, it's been DMV. over a year. Yeah, no kidding. Holy shit, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. I, and I, I, do, I just thought. picked. I, I meant yeah, to I send that, that uh, guy to you. What was that, Max? I just kicked another guy uh, who's been. His. his He's been coaching here in the Valley. Eh? He's from Minnesota, and I work with him, and that's how I got my job uh, through him and another guy whose dad played in the minor leagues because when in the airline industry you have to know somebody. Well, it used to be you, you have to know somebody to get in there because it's so good. Eh? Yeah, it's hard work and all that, but you have to know somebody. So I finally saw this guy who's been 30 something years 
uh, coaching here in the Valley. And like I said, his son played in the AHL and was uh, a top prospect out of Arizona. Like when nobody gave a shit about Arizona and Gretzky wasn't uh, in LA to uh, promote the game of the, of hockey in uh, regions that were, you know, like, or states and whatever, southern states. Anyway, I kicked him uh, to you. You mean he well. wasn't banging Janet yet? Or <laughs> <laughs> No, he was not. <laughs> and I actually didn't. Sorry. Play, I played against him uh, in the big league, but I never played with him when I was in Edmonton. So I, I can't comment on I, I have stories, but I'm not going to share them. because No, you I don't have to say his name, that. but tell the stories, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. All no. Good. All good. No. Anonymous, that's, that's, tell the story. That's like the Pope <laughs> of hockey. You can't that's how say works. shit about the Pope of hockey. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You're right. Um. Well, so, you know, I, I figured, you know, because, of course, both of you guys have been on uh, Darren's podcast over there at the Fourth Line Voice to kind of cover your career. So I figured we'd just kind of talk yeah. about the year you guys played together. Um, but before we get into that, of course, Screwy, you actually played again just recently for the Fort Worth Barracudas, correct? Yes, sir. I, I didn't play much because I got suspended half a year. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I attempted to play again, and I would play hey. next year again for them. So, hey, go figure. Yeah, yeah, Fucking shocker. Guys yeah, always in the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got the penalty minutes to uh, figure that one out. <laughs> what you were out there doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I played one game, had six minutes. You know, I know it's not much. They don't give ten minutes out like they used to. So I would have had sixteen. I was kind of disappointed over that. <laughs> um. So yeah, man. So because I was gonna get you on for the like the uh, the postseason is what we were gonna do as yeah. kind of our plan, but of course with uh, COVID nineteen out, that kind of never happened, and everything right before you were about yeah. to start playing again. I think it was like what a week before you end of everything kind of started. Yeah, I, down. I, my my suspension was released, and then COVID nineteen came out, and I was like done. I was like, <laughs> are you serious? Like, what a great time for my coming out party for this mother. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was like, God damn. Um, so I, I'm still looking for my first fight. I've had lots ex players, you know, like like a a good friend of mine, Mike Hartman. He's uh won the the cup in '94 with the New York Rangers. Like, screw you. Like, you don't have to fight. You don't have to prove nothing. He's begging me not to fight. He's like, I don't even want you to play. You know, but. I I have it in me. I want to. I want to do it again, and I want to go out with one more bang. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to like to, to feel it one more time because I, I I believe I like retired way too young, way too soon. You know that's what happens when you have a kid and you just fucking you can't be a single parent and you know and play you know minor pro hockey. You can't. Right. Absolutely. That's funny. Hardy's a buddy of mine. Screw yeah, him. I figured he would. He's an American boy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. when I was we, in the OHL, there was about five U.S. players. Uh, and Hardy was one of them. Uh, Kevin Hatcher was one. Uh, Casa Pista out of uh, Michigan yeah. 
I know Goss also was, was, he played on my team. There was Mike Wolak and Kitchener, and uh, Al Perry was a goalie for yeah. Windsor, and and that was it. There was like you didn't fucking do that when you were a U.S. No, kid. not you your fucking, age. Like that, you're you're fucking one of a kind if you're playing OHL at your age. To be honest, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know, stepping up with the big boys. <laughs> yeah. Because all of a sudden, there's no fucking shields, there's no fucking screens, yeah. there's no cages, and it's like fucking no holds bar. And I, I actually, my first fucking training camp, uh, my first shift in Sudbury, I beat the fuck out of Warren Reichel. And then my second shift, I beat the fuck out of a second-year player that was a regular. Yeah. And... The captain came down from the fucking stands and says, "Hey, you gotta fucking slow down, eh?" No, you don't slow down. Or you're you're not gonna fucking make it through camp. I go fucking right. I'm going to. And he goes, "Hell no, yeah, you're already on the you're already on the fucking team." He goes, "Don't fucking fight anymore." Because <laughs> you're a goal scorer. Like, you have natural talent, man. You well, always had that skill. I, you were smooth, man, right. when you played. But, Even when you're but your last year playing, you fucking had skill. You could have played another 10 years. You could have easily. But, screw you know, it. I had what? a fucking screw loose. <laughs> we all did, brother. That's <laughs> <laughs> why we played right. the minors. <laughs> hey, when Killer, killer uh, Kaminsky tells me, I've never seen anybody fucking stick handle like that. Like you could yeah, stick handle in a fucking nuts, phone man. booth. Yeah, that was a, probably the best compliment I ever had in my pro career. I'm, was when I'm being how was big you Killer were. Says you could. Yeah. What'd you say? Being yeah. how big you were, and and being mobile in the corners and shit like that, and getting the puck and being able to feed it up front. You had that natural skill. You know what I mean? But that's the problem. I'm big. Everybody wants to fight me. But you could fucking dangle between these fucking little fuckers and make them look like they're fucking, like, used store-bought boots, man. <laughs> you know? They weren't They weren't little back then. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been little. Maybe it was me that you were sticking around. <laughs> in practice. <laughs> yeah. Best compliment I ever had in my life. Was, yeah, uh, no, and, and Killer, you know, he's a small guy. Yeah, he's 5'9", 175, he, 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 and he fought everybody. And I I talked to him weekly. Yeah. Like, it, it's amazing, and people don't realize that the enforcers or the fighters that we call, like, we call them fighters, heavies, yeah. or whatever, that we talk to them, those are the uh, weekly because they were the greatest teammates on the planet. Yeah, they'll never rat you out if you're miss curfew, and they'll always stick up for you, eh? That's why well, I like well, Drury because because that, half you the time I was came, I was the one out, you know, banging the girls, fucking missing curfew myself. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> You know how many times McDonald got on to me? He's like, screw you. Were you home last night? I was like, no. (laughs) 
or I'd miss crap practice and he'd make me ride the fucking bike for four hours that day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> McDonald was, was tough. Good, I love that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, that was a different era, right? Yeah. No, it's, it's, the game's totally changed. It's not the same. No. It's, it's almost sad to see it leave how our generation, like, your generation was, like, in the 80s, it was fucking, like, dominant. 80s and 90s, fucking dude. It scary, was fucking crazy. scary, man. You it know, was, in, in, in the really was. early 90s, it started fading down. But, you know, I was glad to get a part of it. You know what I mean? I, I got that end tale of, you know, what the 80s was like. And I, I fucking worshipped. I, I am proud to say I, I, I played in the late 90s, you know, early 90s, because I got to see what the... 80s boys brought to the table and it was fucking scary. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was. When you have to play Pro V 12 fucking times out of 66 games and that's not counting exhibition, exactly. that's pretty fucking scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About shit myself just here. When that. I was in uh, <laughs> Sudbury, and no, I understand. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Man, those sweet Cooperalls you guys wore back in those days. Oh, he had the Cooperalls, that's right. Stop. <laughs> they hit their knees, they slide all the way to the boards and fucking give themselves a fucking concussion. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if you fall down in Cooperalls, you just keep fucking sliding. Right? That's what I said. I wore Cooperalls when I like, like, novice or Adam. I don't know what the fuck when I wore them, but... When I was wearing them, you were in the OHL, and I was just a little kid. I'm just saying. There's 10 years ten years difference between both of us. That was then you start wearing the socks, and, and there's heavy ice on the fucking on the pad, and you fall, they, you stick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those old school socks, you just stuck to the ice. Hey, and, and here's the other thing. They changed the helmets, eh? My second year to... Oh, you were those XL7s, right? Yes. And Yeah, you could, you could put the pads out make it look like flying and shit. And if you, you could hit a guy so fucking hard with your fist that it would not only yeah. cut him, it would fucking smash his helmet because it, they didn't have the, yeah, the right helmet. instruction. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Pee Wee. No, I was in Adam wearing the XL sevens when you were wearing the fucking oh, XL sevens. Oh, it's fucking. <laughs> you're talking age now, you fucker. <laughs> hey, just letting the whole you your brother. <laughs> hey, we're we're like ten years apart, eh? Yeah. So you were. And in it's, it's it's funny, when you know. I was playing in the OHL. Yeah. I was when I played no OHL was like ninety four, ninety five, somewhere in there, and my first year pro I was ninety seven, ninety eight, and that was my rookie year pro, and you're that was your last year. Like we were, yeah. It's like we're changing the guard. You handed me the torch, brother. You know what I mean? That was going to be one of the questions I asked was, um, what was it yeah, like? Yeah, I know, appreciate what, that. What was that initial, I guess, meeting like, meeting Max for the first time since it's your rookie? Oh, fuck. He, he was the guy on the team that, you know, I was I was always that guy that, like, no one ever clung to. But 
Max fucking made me feel like the you know a team team member, and and he like took me under his wing and just like baby me like a fucking baby seagull or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what do you ever say? You know what I mean? <laughs> he did. Well, he like did. I said, Alex, when uh, a guy like me who's a hybrid who fought many heavyweights, but I was a goal scorer. Um, and actually was told my second year pro, if I fight, I'm going to get fined a hundred dollars every fight by the coach GM. You got fined? Uh, Hell, but by, fight, by my second year pro, I was getting paid $200 a fight every fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to get fined, dude. Like, um, really? Yeah. I swear to God, Doug Carpenter was uh, the coach of Halifax, and I got uh, Bird Dog, I got Gabby, yeah. I got Jacques here and there, and I got Sevy, Brent Severin, uh, who went on for a nice career in the NHL as a fighter as well. And Brent Severin, uh, like the killer was color the, commentator for the fucking Dallas Stars now. Yes, yes. Yes. And I talked to him here and there. Uh, you know, so I got these. Who? Brett Severin. Yeah, I played with him. He was well, my I didn't know you with like me and Bird. Yeah. Well, fucking he tell was, that uh, motherfucker. Give him some his biggest Dallas Star games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, okay, we, had a, we had a three-story townhouse, eh? In Halifax. Yeah. And uh, Bird had the uh, downstairs, and Sevy and I were in the upstairs. But Sevy, yeah. um, he wasn't a time uh, management guy like me and Bird. Like we're my, I was raised like, if you're not a fucking hour early, you're fucking late. Like, right? Yeah. Depending on what time, eh? You had to be there. We're always early. So we used to fucking leave his ass and he used to take a fucking cab to the fucking rink because we said, hey, we're leaving at this time if you're not fucking ready. And it took him a bit to uh, come around. And so anyway, so I got these four heavies, eh? Yeah. And uh, Carpenter says to me, he says, because I busted my hand my right hand the year before in a couple places uh, fighting. And he says, uh, pulls me in his office, says, hey, uh, if you have every fight you have this year, it's a $100 fucking fine. And I'm like, are you serious? What? I swear they to God, dude. Score. They, they didn't want I, you I to fucking worry about shit. fighting, brother. I, I can't make this shit up. Damn it. So, yeah. So me and Quinner was my right way. You were making 100 bucks back in those days? <laughs> What'd you say? You were making 100 bucks back in those days? <laughs> Fuck, dude. I made a nice living. <laughs> I don't know. So we oh, made. <laughs> I, I, I can't fight because I'm not fucking paying 100 bucks, you know, to the fight. No, fund. fuck that you know, shit. You know how if yeah. you're late. 
And, or if your jersey yeah. hits the fucking ground, that's a fucking hundred bucks. Oh, hell or, fucking no. My jersey never hit the ground. I made right. sure of that motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-mm. And people don't realize that. So anyway, I fucking lit it yeah. up that year. And I turned down a lot of fucking heavies because I'm not paying fucking hundred bucks. And I made fucking like 15 grand in bonuses that year for points really? and goals. Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes you just have to fucking suck it up, screwy, and say, fuck it. I'm going to let my buddies take hey, care of it. Hey, trust me. I sucked it up all my career and just said, fuck it, and did what the coaches <laughs> told me to do. And if they wanted me to fucking, like, mushroom head some motherfucker, I was going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I got beat a lot. And I fucking, like, stepped up a lot for a lot of guys. And I don't think I was that well-liked with my teammates, to be honest. I was a fucking... Well, why do you think we're still buddies? <laughs> well, I know we're buddies. Because, <laughs> like you said before, both y'all got a screw loose, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I don't have a lot of friends that, that from that worth, 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 worth team. You know what I mean? Rob Laurie might be one. Um, Adam, Adam Robbins. But other than that, fuck, I don't yeah. think anybody on that team liked me for some reason. And But I would step up and fucking do anything on that ice for any one of those motherfuckers. You know, I was just one of those. I was always an outcast on every fucking team I played for. Maybe because I was fucking, I, like, nuts and, and they didn't want to be around me off the ice because I was fucking how much. I, I was fucking nuts, man. But... I learned uh, nah, over the you years to down. You know what I mean? You were, you were quiet nuts. Like yeah, and that's what I mean. You know what I mean? Been drinking or whatever, but you weren't nuts. Yeah, dude. I didn't worry about anybody my fucking teammates, but you know, besides getting a piece of ass fucking after the game. To be honest. <laughs> well, that's what the game was about at that time. It's, you know, you know, you didn't get dra- I didn't get drafted. You know, Dallas, like, told me they were going to draft me eighth round, never drafted me. And after that, I was like, fuck this. Let's party. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Play hard, party hard. <laughs> yeah. And I was sitting there in Zach. fucking Toronto at the draft when I got drafted. And Quebec drafted me, and I wouldn't go down. And my dad's a very really? good man. Were you drafted like, the Quebec or Edmonton? Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, what? <laughs> Aren't you going to go down? I go, No. Because I'm sitting with yeah. uh, uh, somebody who play, who was playing in the NHL at the time. Uh, and he was a buddy of mine. And they call my name. And I'm like, The only two teams, because I'm a Yank, eh, at the time. And I don't want to be drafted by uh, Quebec or Montreal. <laughs> and I already had meetings with Jersey and all that for the Devils. And they had a bunch of picks, and they didn't pick me. And uh, I got drafted, I think it was like 57th overall, which today would be fucking unbelievable. But that was like oh, third yeah. round back then. Third and, round, uh, top third round. Well, I was pissed. And my dad's like, you get your ass down there or I'm going to beat it. 
So I went down there, and I actually still got the jersey. It's hanging in uh, my boy's room in this house um, that they gave me. But I was not happy because I wanted to play for a Yank team. Oh, no shit. Because yeah. you're Yank. It, it was and nothing you against the Yank team. <laughs> hey. Well, back in those days, you know, like when you were like, you know, draft available, like, it's a privilege to play for like a original six team. I think that would have been a fucking great thing to do. You know what I mean? Right. Well, if I would have got drafted by like the Rangers or something like that, and I, yeah. I don't recall the draft order, right? But, right. Um, and hindsight, I was a fucking idiot back then. I, I should have been privileged just to be, feel privileged, I should say, just to be no, drafted, you, eh? You were like one of those kids that, you know, for the United States that broke the barriers playing the OHL, to be honest. You know what I mean? Well, I fought everybody. I fucking yeah. had, you know, busted noses, fucking scars everywhere uh, my rookie year. And I just felt like... I wanted to, I wanted to play in the states. I didn't like. I, it was rookie year, right? Eh? And you I, think I you, didn't, you would have done better playing in the USHL? What'd you say? You would have done better playing in the USHL. You made the, the right move playing the OHL. <laughs> I promise. What would he say? Yeah, he said OHL fuck was, the USHL. OHL was. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and and you know there, there's like. But I didn't. But. Screw me, I didn't realize at the time what I had. Yeah. And then during my second year, I absolutely embraced Canada. And I'm like, this is me. Like, this is like, I'm out of, like. You've learned the Canadian National Anthem your rookie year. (laughs) You stood for that motherfucker, just like my first year pro. And you fucking put your hand over your heart and loved it. You know what? It don't yep. matter who, where you're from, Canada, U.S., we got a lot of love for each other, I think. You know what I mean? And, well, and you're going to do what you do when you're playing in a certain country. And you learn to love it. And you learn to respect it. Yes. I'm not, I'm not getting political. I'm just getting like. No, it's understand the love that it's, you had. It's respect when you were there. Respect. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. We had this like, stupid wolf that used to come out of the corner yeah. every time we score a goal on a fucking, and you stole it one time. Correct. Yeah. You yeah, stole I stole corner. the wolf. You stole the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> this is ten years after Max is gone. So you so wait, you stole the fucking wolf. From yeah, we yeah, one used night to, here, we used to come out for, on the string, eh? When I played for the London Knights, there was four of us, and I could, uh, yeah. Oh God damn, I can't even name anybody right now because I've been drinking a little bit. But anyways, we went to the rink, we propped each other up, got the wolf. Every time the wolf, the uh, Subway Wolf scored, there was a stuffed wolf that went across the rink. 
So we it went was up there. It a 125-pound uh, timber wolf. Yeah. And, fuck, we stole it. They sent it down to me, and I ran running to the fucking hotel room. And by the time I got there, the coaches were, like, told there's there's a few guys running down the down the fucking main street with a wolf in the hand. There's a couple of wolf thieves on the list. They give it up when they get there. And, uh, oh, Branks, you remember Branks there? He, he, he's been a longtime trainer. Yep. He passed yep. away a few years Donnie ago. Branks. And Don Branks. And he yep. took a picture of it, like flipping the motherfucker off. And it was one of the best fucking pictures you've ever seen. It was, it was like legendary. You and guys, we surrendered it. We didn't want to get charged for theft. You would be so we had to give it back steak for that shit today. You would be burned yeah. at the stake for that. Yeah, thing, <laughs> it's like it's like stealing it's like stealing Jesus Christ out of church. You know what I mean? Oh or God. McDonald's fucking <laughs> statue. <laughs> yeah, Scrooge's been a beauty for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Clearly. You know, I've always been that guy that like out of the box kind of guy on the team that'll fight for anybody, but will. Let's party. <laughs> you oh, know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, yeah. I was the guy that could fucking light it up and tangle with a heavy anytime and fucking party. Yep. What more could you ask for, yeah, a hockey a, player, huh? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Back, like, would, go ahead. No, why you call me a goat head? <laughs> no, you're not a goon head. No, he said a goat head. <laughs> oh. Wait, right. Screw it. Do, do you still have your goats? No, I don't. I had to get rid of them. Oh, I, I moved to another house. You know, I had I went through a bad breakup, and uh, when I moved to my new house, the city. Goat watchers, I guess. I don't know who the fuck they were, but told me I had to get rid of my goats or they're going to start finding me 115 bucks every day. Well, so were, I had to get rid of my goats. You were probably on high alert after they heard that you stole the fucking Sudbury wolf. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucking number one on their list. <laughs> like this fucking guy, we don't know what right? the hell he's going to do. <laughs> hey, you hey. like animals. Fuck. Yeah, I love my animals. I, I, I'm an animal lover and I, uh, Love my goats. One day I'll have a herd of 50 goats. I promise. <laughs> and Alex and that Matt. Would be, that would be awesome. And I'm you come pet my you. goats. <laughs> that would be hey, awesome. Get on a plan to go stroke Screwy's goat off, I guess. Screwy <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually hey, uh, is in a place uh, where I can fly right? for free for no, like, any day. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Well, I work for an airline. Well, yeah. He's in there, uh, and he's in Texas where I could, like, yeah, yeah we're kind of busy, eh, on, on that route. But, well, now we're not really busy on any route, and they fucked up all the routes. But, um, yeah, I could hop on a plane, but with this shit going on, I'm not getting on a plane anytime soon. Fuck that. <laughs> hey, 
And Max, you get me on a fucking plane and come to fucking uh, Arizona for a weekend, I'd do it. <laughs> I give you, uh, hey, dude, I got a fucking uh, buddy pass, which is a free fucking flight. Hey, you, me, and Alec, we come to fucking Arizona here in a few weeks. <laughs> me, you, and who? Alec. <laughs> oh, God. Alec. Hide the women and children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, he was supposed to be married. He hasn't been married yet, so I don't know if he's allowed to go. <laughs> no, he's not allowed. Fuck Goddamn, hey, when uh, you get married, brother? Ah, uh, fuck. January fifteenth hey. is the new date after we had to reset. Oh, Goddamn. Yeah. Hey, you're a good overachiever, Alec. No, I send me. He's that. not ugly. Oh yeah, I'm b- batting out of my league. You did a good today. job. We we made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. it must be your your uh, charming personality, as my wife says. Oh, I, I think it's my my collection of hockey jerseys what really did her over. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been fucking pumping those fucking. You've been buying more lately than I've seen ever. Oh no, I've just been posting like the my collection up. That's not me buying any. And then this I, one. I got one for I got one for you. I think I'm just gonna send it to you. Oh no shit! What is it? It's a third jersey, Arkansas oh, jersey. Fuck, those things are sick, dude. But oh. it was fucking, it was badly. Some guy had it underneath a uh, a blue light, and it like faded up here. Hey, fuck, that's all good. That thing is sweet, though. I love. I I actually I don't even have a, a uh, Whipple jersey yet. Everything else, I pretty much have oh. every other league besides the Whipple, and I think the SPHL. I might send it. Hey. If, if should we talk to me enough, I might send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just send you a handle of vodka and maybe a. Uh, <laughs> if you're out, if you're out in Arizona, we'll go hey, steal. We'll go steal a coyote or something for you. I, I'm serious. I have no interest in it. Yeah, I was gonna give it to one of my kids, and it was like so damaged. You know what I mean? I got it from. Hey, I what was it, my buddy. Do what? Max? What was the team called in Arkansas? The Glacier Cats. The Ar- Arkansas Glacier Cats. Dude, I can rain for mayor in that. What town. league was that? In that was, in the Western Central Hockey League. That was the Whipple. It was right after. That's where because Scrooby. That's where you went right after uh, Max retired. Right, your next year yeah. after Fort Worth. That yeah. went there. And, yeah, I, and I, then they. I didn't they, it, eh? I went into roughing. The second year we we had a team, they moved two teams in there. They moved another team in the East Coast Hockey League, and it ruined it for everybody. It was yeah. bullshit. That league was fucking tough. You know, they should just left us alone and not trying to make two teams in there. You know what I mean? We had more yeah. like uh, attendance than the, the East Coast team, but like it, the East Coast team had a brand new arena, and it, it was it was brutal. You know, like why are you putting a fucking one team town and trying to put it to a two team town? You know what I mean? It, it wasn't going to happen. It was fucking bullshit. And it, it, like, really, like, that's when I really realized, like, pro hockey was, like, fucked up. And I didn't want to play anymore. And I took a year off and went to culinary school then. You know what I mean? Oh, I was like, you a good chef, screw? Bullshit. I wanted to be a chef you at one time. You went to fucking culinary school? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> After I year pro, I went to culinary night? school. I'm not going around you with a knife. <laughs> I don't know how comfortable hey, I feel with that. Hey, 
Hey, I'm any, Jewish, any Jewish kids welcome to come out? I'll fucking make them. I'll make them fucking happy. I promise. What you learn how to make like matzo balls and stuff like that? No, ever had one. Funny thing you say matzo balls. I love them. My dad used to make those, and they're so good. <laughs> My <laughs> wife is probably one of the best. I don't know. I'm getting sidetracked really bad. No, That's what we're here for. What were you saying, Max? Your what is your wife a really good cook or something? Oh my god! I walked is she in Jewish? after work last night, and she's we're not doing... we're not talking about sex, brother. No, no. Well, that's off the chart. <laughs> not just one of the best. That's off the chart. So, yeah. Uh, I walk in. She's doing, and it's later, eh? Because with this pandemic, like they eat later. And our my schedule, I used to be home at like um, 12.45 a.m. Because I had a 3 p.m. shift. And now they switch the shifts. You're either yeah. a 12 or a 1. So anyway, I walk in last night. Mama's in the kitchen. And shit is hitting the fan like on food. I'm like. Oh my God. She goes, yeah, I'm doing fried ravioli. I'm doing, uh, she does, um, eggplant parm. Oh, oh I love eggplant parm. Fry it. Love it. Uh, you screwy. It's not fried. It's like baked. And it's, it's baked. Plus, it's oh healthier. Oh, my God, dude. It's but I love eggplant parmesan. I love it. That's yeah. the original fucking... So, you know, people think chicken parm is the original, but eggplant parm is the original. You know what I mean? Right. And she's yes. doing it like she doesn't fry anything, eh? Because she's a fitness uh, expert, nutrition yeah. expert, like everything, eh? Everything she's is got, not She's got fried. the 18-pack. It's baked. <laughs> so anyway, so I walk in, and she's got all this shit going last night. I'm like, now I'm hungry. So the fucking fried ravioli is not fried. It's in the air fryer. Oh, uh, air fryer. That's cool. Yeah, and it's gluten-free because my wife can't eat gluten anymore. I need to buy one of those. I heard they're good. Oh, dude. There's no grease. Because I, no I don't fry anything. shit. I won't fry nothing. No. Hey, and it was Alec, like, we're on a cooking show right now. Yeah, well, <laughs> welcome to Cooking Corner with Screwy and Middendorf. <laughs> so, <laughs> when he's done, I'm going to tell you what I cooked last Screwy. night. <laughs> No, you talking, talking, Max. We got to get a cooking show, eh? I'm serious. I cooked the most amazing green chili pork last night. It was fucking delish. Oh, <laughs> I'm dead serious. I, I would eat the shit out of that. Is there <laughs> oh, I love it. oh, god damn. We get, old, we get cooking. <laughs> Did you bake it or you crock pot it? No, I, I like... I cooked it for like several hours. You know, you, you cut up your pork. I, I put the, the, the onions and garlic in a big pot. 
and and start stirring them. And I cut up my pork and floured my pork, put it in there. Then about an hour in, I add like chicken stock and the green chilies and cook it for four hours. Then after about four hours, I add potatoes and let it cook for another two hours. And it was the best. You could put them on a burrito. You could eat it like a stew. It was so fucking good, brother. <laughs> oh, I would eat it with a stew with a couple warm turkey. Yes, it's like pretty silly true. Yeah. I love New Mexican like like food. Like red pork, green pork. Love that shit. Yeah. Uh, you me know, too. The half the shit we're here. talking about, like like Alec gonna fucking like <laughs> Oh, this is staying in. No, this is staying in. This is tremendous. Like I said, we gotta have our own fucking cooking show over this. <laughs> hey, I'm up for it, Alec. Screwy sounded like uh, I'll Bubba put my Gump wife over on there. the phone and, and <laughs> she can tell you how. Oh yeah, Screwy sounds like a uh, Bubba Gump naming off all the pork. We got red pork, green oh, pork. I got, pork. I got, I got shrimp poutine. I got salad, shrimp potatoes. <laughs> Oh shit! What a fucking gong show! <laughs> I wanted to tell you it was going to be a gong show. Oh, I knew this going into it, and this is fucking phenomenal. You know, it's, it, we're not, we're not. Hey, we're just a bunch of friends talking a bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. You know, it's funny shit. Screwy said yesterday it's going to be a fucking gong show. <laughs> oh, as soon as he was, and I, and I, I, had, I had messaged Screwy because I've been trying to get him on, and we were gonna wait for the end of the season, and then finally I was like, "Fuck it, there's no, yeah. there's no better time than right now with the quarantine." So I was like, "Screwy, I gotta get you on," and he's like, "Well, we gotta get Max on." As soon as he said Max, I was like, "This is gonna be a fucking gong show of a podcast." <laughs> you no, know, Max. And for some reason, yeah, I'd love to do like a like a like a. I would love to do like my own like little like podcast with Alec, but I was like, let's bring Max on. It'd be even funner, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> just as soon as, talk yeah. some shit. As soon as you said it, I knew it was gonna be you two fucking the cat, and I'm just holding the legs over here. Yeah, you haven't talked all night. <laughs> it's been an hour, and you haven't fucking said shit. Hey, that's hey. I don't, this is a fucking players podcast. This is for you guys. I don't give a fuck what I say. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about, you know what I mean? You know, I, I love to spread wealth, and I love to spread my 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 love to other guys. And Max has my heart, he always has, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I know I'm sound fucking gay and shit, but, you know, it's twenty twenty. I was a rookie when he was, I was a rookie when he was about to retire, you know what I mean? And he meant a lot to me, you know what I mean? And uh, I missed that guy. I wish he could have played the full season with the motherfucker, but I didn't. So was there, was and, there ever a uh, time that you had to kind of go and, I guess, uh, I guess, protect Max or stand up for him on the ice? Like, did something, anything ever happen where, like, an incident like that? I can't remember anything, any incidents, but I'm sure there was. You know, he played oh, 18 uh, games that year. And he might remember more than I do. I don't know. Yeah, I 
I uh, actually got a uh, big suspension that year, fucking kicking the shit out of somebody. <laughs> uh, and I fucked. I'm like, what the fuck? Why do I have to fucking keep doing this? And that's when I, I, I came to the end of my career. And um, I went into Austin one one night, and I was fucking, I put my Jacques Mayotte, who's a, who I played oh, with for many years, God. and I put the fucking Vaseline all over him. him. Yeah. <laughs> I put the Vaseline all over my face and I said, I'm fucking going to war tonight because they had three fucking tough guys and I didn't fight um, all the time, eh? I just wanted to test myself here and there throughout my career. And um, so... The wives actually, I had this fucking rig. I swear to God, it was a fucking sick rig before Suburban was even a Suburban. And I had this Ford rig that had three bench seats in it. And my ex-wife brought a bunch of the wives there to Austin because they were going to fucking party before the game. And first shift, I fucking go in, eh? I'm a fucking breakaway, and the guy takes my feet out, the defenseman takes my feet out. <laughs> and I slide into the board fucking full speed and bust my hand in two places. And um, I ended up with two stories. God damn, I cut these fucking... <laughs> so, sorry, Scrooge, Scrooge playing dress-up right now and putting on his old sweaters. <laughs> no, like, 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 god damn, I cut these fucking sleeves off short. <laughs> He's in one of his glacier... 331 minutes in this fucking jersey, brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you, what, did you, so you cut those when you played? Yeah. Like, look at these. I cut off fucking, like, 12 inches off these motherfuckers. <laughs> Sorry, Max. I love you, Max. <laughs> well, you better, but fuck. I didn't put the speaker on, and I was trying to talk into the fucking... Well, if you're on the fuck. fucking, like, like, getting on the fucking, like, video chat, we'd be on the same page. <laughs> Remember when we were in Austin? I I've been in Austin many times. Yes. And was that the night that we we fucking uh? No, that's Arkansas that night. No, we were okay. in Austin, and I fucking I had the fucking look. And I put Jock Mayotte fucking Vaseline on, and I fucking wanted to get after it. And we had I fought Jock Mayotte fucking when he played Central Texas. Jock's my buddy, eh? So 
Oh, I'm my buddy too now. <laughs> hey, former podcast guest too. Hey, we're all buddies when we all like get over and done and play like pro against each other. Jacques like always been really appreciative and nice to me, you know, after, you know, playing pro against each other. Because you're fucking same as him, dude. Yeah. You're fucking retarded, but you're... No, I don't have 5,000 5, minutes like that, motherfucker. You know what I mean? But... I love you, Max. <laughs> so... <laughs> so I'm not being hate. I love you, Max. <laughs> I love you, Alec. <laughs> oh, I love you too, Screwy. <laughs> This could be the one that was weirdest fucking podcast you'll ever have. Fucking. (laughs) Anyway, go on. You know what you were saying. You uh... talking, screwy? (laughs) What, brother? (laughs) We were gonna do the whole thing. I love you. I love you, man. I love you, man. I do love you, dude. I do love you, brother. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I was trying Shit, to tell story, and you're fucking. It, it actually was uh, legit. Like, <laughs> and when we were together, and, yeah, work, uh, and. We roll into Austin, and you've already, I've already fought a bunch. You yeah. fought a bunch, and I'm like, this young guy yeah. is for real. He's a fucking, I've never seen a guy have a fucking smile on his face before a fight. Usually yeah. it's a fucking mean face. And I'm like, no, it's fucking baby face motherfucker wanting to fight everybody. You know what I mean? But you had a smile on your face all the time. (laughs) Of course, I love fighting. (laughs) But that's, okay, that's kind of weird, but. No, it's not weird. (laughs) Well, I I played with Kimby, eh? And Kimby. I played Kimby, too. He was my line mate for a year. You guys played with Kimby. Yeah, he's he's my line mate. My first year in Arkansas, me and Kimby like he played. I don't know if he played left wing or right wing, but uh, he was on my line. You know what I mean? Yeah, you were left winger. Kimby was a right winger. Probably. Just a le- then no, we had, yeah, we had little John in the middle. I think. And it was a fucking good fucking group of guys right there. You can't beat that fucking lineup. Well, I got a lineup for you. Yeah, Lil John played like, what, 16 years fucking pro? Like, yeah. god damn. You talking about Frank Lil John? Yeah, Little John played up until like 2019, man. Yeah, like last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And he, he was a rookie my last... One of my last years playing, you know, like, God damn, how do you play that fucking long in those minors? You know what I mean? So he did it. 
Max, you were saying you had a lineup. What was the lineup, man? Uh, best lineup I've ever seen was, uh, besides Gretzky, Curry, and Semenko, yeah. was Wayne Gruel at center. Ran you say Wayne Gruel? Yeah. From West- Wayne Gruel was my fucking last year fucking overage year fucking coach, Wayne Gruel. If that's just yeah. saying Wayne Gruel, the From the West- all-time leading scorer at the OHL. Yep, that's the guy. Uh, Grant Bonner on Fuck. the right. He- I love Wayne Gruel. Love that motherfucker. You know his yeah, son yeah. plays in OHL now? I didn't know that. Yeah, they grew. They grew. Guess who their left winger was? Uh, I, I think he's he plays for the Owen Sound Platters. Or Owen uh, Sound, whatever the fuck they are. He was the, he's the king. What, what are they fucking called now, Owen Sound? He's the king? of the heavyweights in the league for all time. Who? Proby. I know Proby. Fuck yeah. He's my from my hometown, Windsor, Ontario. I know. I know where you're from, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you hey, yourself. imagine lining up against these fucking guys? Oh, I'd shit myself. Yeah. You're a 17 year old. Ah, fuck. I, I'd fucking cherish it. Let him beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, come on. Think about it. Like, I'd let Proby beat my ass. Just say he beat my ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that'd be beautiful. But I'm, I'm kind of weird, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to Alex, Alex, Alex look at me like, you serious? <laughs> oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I, I sat at a fucking bar table one night with, like, uh, Warren Reichel, and I was fucking punching him in the face, and I was like, come on now. You play with me in fucking Arkansas. Because that was after the fucking, he won the cup with, like, Colorado. I was like, I just punched him and beat him up. He's like, like, screw it. Like, stop it. I was like, come play with me in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. And I was waiting to fucking, for Reichel to fucking unleash on me, but he never did. First your bubble. Reichel wasn't Yeah. Because Reichel's from my hometown, you know what I mean? I know. To come to. Reichel's from. Yes, Tecumseh. sir. Yeah, and, come uh, see. <laughs> so, hey, what, buddy? So uh, I'm, I'm gonna check anything uh, you tell me. Oh, you're gonna love it, Scurry, because I'm. No, talk to me. We're in fucking camp in Detroit and fucking Flint, and yeah, fucking Konstantinov sticks his stick right between my legs and fucking tries to lift me up. Well, it didn't hurt my package, eh? Because I got the cup on. 
and I fucking elbow him in the head because I'm four checking. I'm the first four checker. And I haven't worn a cup in fucking 20 years. Play goes out. Well, fuck, come on, screwy. Let me tell my story. Uh, talk to me, brother. And um, we're at like the blue line. Yeah. In the offensive zone, and fucking play stops, and he's fucking jerking at me, eh? And I fucking punch him in the fucking face with my glove on. And he takes his glove off, fucking suckers me. Then I got a fucking, I'm fighting Sean Burr. And I realized. No shit. Sean Burr was tough, man. No, he wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, he was. He was tough, kid. Max, did you pump him out there, Max? What'd you say? Oh, I said, did you did you pump him? Some burger fight. I think he's a tough kid. You might have took took care of him, but he was tough. I like Schomburg. I like Schomburg. Well, I, Detroit I, boy, you know, no Detroit player. You know what I mean? I, I played uh, against him in the OHL for two and a half years, or whatever it was. Who do you play for in the OHL? What? Who do you play for in the OHL? Sudbury. No, your team. (laughs) (laughs) But younger than you, obviously. You know what I mean? Goddamn, uh, somebody stole the wolf. Yeah, Todd St. Louis. Every year. So anyway, so I'm fucking giving it to Burr's Trumber, and uh, I, yeah. I was friends with them. We have the same age in a. And because um, I, I actually uh, booted Constantinov in the fucking head. Because he cut me when I was trying to fight him. And he was. Yeah. It, it was a fucking mess. And Proby was on the ice. And when I got done, I guess my eyes said. He looked at me and. I got a reprieve. Yeah. It was fucking golden. Because I didn't want to fight Proby. That's not my league, eh? I fought a lot of heavies. Right. But not that heavy. God damn. Hey, Alec, you got some big hair going on. Oh, yeah, man. I'm letting it grow. I'm growing a mullet, man. I'm growing, bringing the fucking 80s back over here. I haven't gotten a haircut yet. Um, I don't yeah. mean to cut a fucking Max off, but God damn. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You got you got your Goldilocks going on over there, bud. Oh goddamn! Um, fucking a Max. Yeah, no kidding, man. Fighting Proby. Yeah, beautiful. I'm, 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 I'm probably would have. I probably would have passed on that myself. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was just hoping that fight him. <sighs> you know, hey Alec, you haven't talked about this fucking 
fucking podcast. Well, you know that. Just, yeah, I, I know what it's for. This is for you and fucking Fucking tearing shit up, right? That's what I said. You two are fucking the cat. I'm holding the legs here, man. I just hit record and just fucking, you know, let's see what happens. Um, well, fuck. I do have a couple questions because, of course, I posted in the, uh, you know, every yeah, year I post. Yeah. Oh, we got some questions. Um, and well, this one's yeah, from, uh, yeah, I know you. Yeah, this one's from Pat Barton. So, you know, Bart's hope you're listening out there. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and he yeah, asked for Pat, both of you. That's a good friend, man. Um, he asked. He goes, "I love them both." Ask, ask them if there's any fights they had against a guy who totally surprised them with how tough they were, or had more respect after fighting them than they did prior. I th- I think uh, one of the fucking toughest guys I ever fought when I played for the Bulls was uh, Matt Martin. Or not Matt Martin, but uh, God damn. Who was the motherfucker that was on the streets this month? Get it this together, <laughs> I can't remember. Not Matt Martin. It's not Matt Martin. He's in the NHL now. Well, he, no. Well, hold on. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll give you time to think about it. Max, do you have anybody that surprised you when you fought him with how good they were at, at actually fighting? And, you know, did they kind of take you by surprise uh, a bit? Well, like I said, I uh, was the goal scorer, and I was privileged to have a lot of heavies on my team all the time, except when I was in Cape Breton. And, uh, I fought this guy for years. Mike Ware. Super heavy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've never been hit so fucking hard in my life. And I, I, I started crawling to the fucking bench, eh? Oh. Because I knew I, I I had this wherewithal where I was uh, in my building, and the lion's like, "Hey, let me help you. Let me help you." I'm like, "No," because my dad always talked, "Don't let people be hurt." And he was an player. What's that noise? Oh, anyway. It's me. <laughs> I can oh, sure I like, what shit. the fuck is that? Hey, it's me jerking off on both of you. Oh, good night. He <laughs> said, <laughs> <So> good night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, screw it. Did, that... did, did you think of your guy then? <laughs> if you had time jerking off? <laughs> I don't know how to get out get out to your fucking like <laughs> I feel like he's lazy when you get the liquor snurf out in trailer park. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's why I like, uh, I don't drink Fuck liquor. you motherfuckers. <laughs> um I don't like it on the fucking page that we're fucking like doing on. Uh, let me see here. Let me go through. I got a couple more questions. Um, oh, fuck. Another one from Max. And this is from uh, old Phil Daggle. 
and I know you remember him probably. Um, and he asks, uh, he says, ask Max about the time he took his helmet off in Macon, Georgia, and tried to tap the guy with it. Uh, I used to do that all the time. <laughs> I wore a jope, and I was always friends with uh, and drink with the refs at the time. So they would give me the leeway, and I did that. So that, that is true. <laughs> That's fantastic. For real. I, uh, yeah. Oh. So I did that. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I <laughs> you just did it all the time. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, and I used to pretend it was tangled in my hand, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's nothing I could do about it, ref. <laughs> um, so the next one is comes from, I don't know how to say his last name. Sorry, Mike. Uh, I think it's Mir, Murray, Murr. Um, but he asks, uh, this is for both of you guys, uh, what is the best brawl that you've been in? Uh, so I guess, well, this is a two-part question. So first we'll ask the first part. What's the best brawl you got, either of you guys have been in? Uh, screw you yeah. first. Max first and me later. Oh, okay. okay. All right, Max, well, what's the best brawl you've been in, bud? It was epic. It was in Moncton, New Brunswick. And actually, uh, Jocko. Jocko was involved in it. I seen the fucking the vid of that. Oh, is this where he's fighting security? Yeah, oh my god. You see it too, Alec. Oh yeah. I know you've seen it. So Max, what happened that night? Um it was it, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my game. Uh of 12 years. Um, so there's a brawl, eh? And Killer was sent down at that year. Um, we got Jocko, we got uh, Smitty, Seviarity went up. God damn, there's a fucking heavyweight fucking contest right there. <laughs> and so I started the brawl. Oh, you started it. Uh, I'll admit to it, eh? I, I started. Of course. All the, he- all, all the fucking, all the bug players, fucking goal scorers started all. <laughs> no, but I fucking pounded the fuck out of this guy. And shit started getting real. And then Munchkin, you had. You had your penalty box today. Uh, above the penalty boxes was the TV camera. And I got oh, kicked out. Are you done? No. <laughs> I need a pee. Look, for my jersey. I'm like, there. Mm. Because I'm not, I'm not fucking going in the dressing room because my buddies are still on the ice, eh? And Bird Dog kicked out second. Mm. He's coming up today. A puck hits him in the fucking hand. It was. 
Goddamn. Well, screw he's taking a piss. So anyway, a puck hits a uh, bird dog in the head. And like a, I'm here. a platform behind the penalty box. And bird dog fucking snaps. Goes up this platform. Superman's and barely hangs on, and Bird Dog's a strong, big dude. Hangs on the rail, pulls himself up, and he's still full gear, right? And he starts beating the crap out of somebody. And I'm like, well, that's my buddy. That's my best buddy. And I go to launch, and he goes, no, I got it. He was in the stands. He goes, no, I got it. <laughs> and Killer uh, was in there. Kimby wasn't there because he already got called up. Uh, we had a lot of heavies, but that was, besides the brawl when I was in Sudbury against Hamilton, where it beat the fuck out of Mike Ware, and then I got fucking suckered by uh, Corson, Shane Corson, um, which I'm not mad about because I'm buddies with him now. It, it is what it is, right? But that was the worst problem. It was fucking Goddamn, Scree, what's that noise? I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Jesus Christ. Okay. I have no clue what happened. You there? Yeah, we're all here. I don't see you guys. Well, I'm here. I can see you. Well, Max, you can't. You won't be able to see because Max is just a phone call. No, oh, I know. I can see you. Yeah. Um, Looking like you look wearing shoulder pads. <laughs> you were in the fifty thirties <laughs> right now. Um, well, for sure with Well, screw thirties for you. We'll we'll end it on this note here. What's the best brawl you were yeah. ever in? Best brawl? Mm, there were many. Um, shit. Scrub face a little bit and. Think about it. The best brawl I've been in, I lost the fight. Brandon Christian fucking grabbed the hold of me when he played for Lubbock and beat the fucking living shit on me. And Marty Melchuk came to rescue and fucking beat the fuck out of Brandon, Brandon Christian. You know what I mean? It don't have to be a good thing. You know what I mean? You lose some, you win some. But fucking Marty fucking rescued me from a fucking beat, bad beating. You know what I mean? Old meat grinder, fuck yeah. So, oh, fuck, meat grinder fucking like destroyed Brandon after he was fucking beating the shit out of me. <laughs> but that's a good thing. You know what I mean? That's why you got teammates. That's why you got fucking players that fucking love you. You know what I mean? 
Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Marty. Marty's saying. If it was for Marty, I, I'd be mentally retarded. <laughs> are, you, are you sure it's not just Marty? <laughs> no. No. I'd be mentally retarded either way. <laughs> what was that, Max? But I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. Do what, brother, Max? Yeah. Hey, Marty was off the charts. Yeah. Uh, super smooth, like, just hung out. And then all of a sudden, it was fucking fireworks, eh? Yeah. If somebody fucked with somebody. I yeah. had no respect to that guy, and I wasn't even playing, eh? I was reffing at the time. Nah. Yeah, you reffed him, but you know what I mean? Like, well, goddamn, I get my ass kicked, and Marty was there to fucking protect me. He he was always there. You know what I mean? Well, uh, because I was the next player, um, guess what? I'm looking at the freaking goddamn press notes, looking who's yeah. uh, the lineup, eh? And I'm like, right. This guy's as honest as honest gets. And maybe another game, this guy might be shady as shady gets. So I already knew, brother. Yeah. But no, he protected his players. He protected who, you know, his teammates. He did. He hated me. Yeah. I think he hated me because I got a lot of, you know, a lot of love that he needed to be loved with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know how it is. when I see Marty go with uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, Mike Scroy. Oh, fuck yeah, Scroisey. Yeah. Oh, when I was wrestling. Yeah. I told the linesman, eh? How was that fight? Yeah, I told the linesman, don't fucking step in. I want to see this fucking bout because I appreciate both of them and they're both fucking. Yeah, Marty, if you get hit, if you get hit by a Marty fucking bomb, you'd be done. You know what I mean? Because he's, he's, he was always looking to bomb somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was a fucking haze maker yeah. fest. And it was... Oh, god damn. And Scroisey's fucking tough, eh? Yeah. And pretty, Marty was much, like, thicker. And yeah, Scroisey he's a big fucking like, 250-pound, 6'4", six, four, six, four, 250 pounds. Uh, fucking big boy. I was privileged to watch that out. And you're you're reffing at that time? Hey? You're reffing at that time? Yeah. You're reffing at that time. I was reffing at the time. I think yeah. that fight's actually on YouTube. I think you could go check it out, too. I want to say it is. Um, it is? I think, so. I think so. I could be wrong. I might be thinking of Matt. Mario Segor? Yeah, Segroy. Yeah. Sigour is fucking tough, man. Fuck. Oh, yeah, he I wish I could have fought him. For years, too. 
No, I, I didn't get a chance to fight that motherfucker. But I would, I would have fought him. You know, I was a little good. I was a little motherfucker, but I'd fight all those big motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He ain't that little. I would have fought Segura <laughs> every day, any day. <laughs> and if he hears this, he's like, "Fuck you, Todd." Screw <laughs> You ain't that little. Uh, do what, babe? I called you, babe. <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking yeah, hey, that boys. Was that. Hey, hey, Alec, uh, is this going? <laughs> this is going just like you thought it would. It'd be like, oh, 100%. you being quiet, us being fucking solid. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just let the boys tell the stories. Yeah, you, you need to start talking a little more. <laughs> hey, I don't have any fucking playing stories. What do you want me to tell? How I fucking bust my ass yeah. at beer league every Wednesday night? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It was at this portion of the interview uh, that, um, unfortunately, Screwy had some technical difficulties and we couldn't get him back on. Um, as you can tell, <laughs> Screwy hit the uh, hit the sauce a bit hard on this one, so we all had a good time. We were all kicking back drinks and bullshit, and so um, unfortunately, we uh, kind of lost uh, lost comms there. I guess you could say. <laughs> um, so. Uh, it was me and Max bullshitted for a while afterwards, but it was kind of just us shooting the shit. Nothing really, uh, nothing really podcast worthy, I guess. So um, no, I can't thank the boys enough for coming on, both Screwy and Max. Hopefully, you guys are listening, um, and I appreciate both of you for taking the time to come on and tell some stories. And uh, it almost felt like you're in the locker room with them, you know. So that's kind of the awesome feel of it, and um, you know, it really captures the spirit of the whole thing, kind of the brotherhood those two have. So it was awesome having them on and. Uh, more than welcome to come back on anytime when we want to fucking get after it again and uh, shoot the shit. We'll fucking make it happen. So, anyways, guys, thank you for listening. I appreciate everyone for tuning in, and I hope you guys stay safe out there and have a wonderful day, weekend, whenever you listen to this. Hope you have a great time. Um, thank you guys for listening. Have a good one. You gotta fight for your right. <laughs>